You're listening to the Alpha Man Project with your host, Ted Rice. Would you like to be bigger, leaner, and stronger? Do you want to develop the confidence to go after what you want in life? Or how about becoming the man that women want to be with? It doesn't matter if you're a successful CEO or working 9 to 5. We're here once a week to empower you to reach your full potential so you can live life on your own terms. You deserve greatness. Now it's time to make it happen. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe to the podcast feed. Follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Find it all at alphamanproject.com. Now back to the show. What's up, everybody? It's Ted Rice the host of The Alpha Man Project, and I'm back with another episode. Today, I have Jordan Harbinger. Jordan hosts The Art of Charm podcast, and he runs The Art of Charm live training programs, where they teach guys how to build confidence, master social situations, and meet women as a result of being the guy who naturally attracts women instead of a lot of this pickup stuff where they just teach you how to learn tricks and uh, not really change who you are. So, and uh, one thing that he likes to say is put whipped cream on turds. So you don't want to put whipped cream on turds. So Jordan, uh, really a pleasure to have you. Big fan of what you do with Art of Charm. And I'm looking forward to attending one of those one of those boot camps eventually or, or live trainings. So what's going on? That was the... That was a, a ridiculous introduction, <laughs> by the way. Thanks. But hey, man, thanks for ha- yeah, in, in a good way. Thanks for having me on, dude. I appreciate it. I, I love how you just zoomed right in on whipped cream on turds. Like that was the first and most important thing. <laughs> Listen, guys, you can't be a whipped cream, a, a turd with whipped cream. You actually, yeah, exactly. So. I mean, you can. It's just not going to work out for you. <laughs> yeah, but people are not going to like the way it tastes, right, Jordan? <laughs> Hopefully not. Well, you never know. To each his own. Well, that, I think that's... Still people, people still eat at Carl's Jr. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. For all you guys out on the West Coast. So, yeah, that was completely crazy, but I like where this is going. And let's kick things off with your favorite quote and why. Uh, it's fortune favors the bold is one of my favorite quotes. And uh, I no one, I don't think, knows who said it. I'm actually... You know what? That's probably not true. I think there's a lot of people that have probably said this and I know it's in, it's in, uh, it's a Latin proverb. So I'm sure that like, you know, Caesar said it, but I don't know who's really credited with it. Um, earliest recorded use was in the second century BC or something like that by some playwright. And, uh, one of your listeners is no doubt going to write in and be like, Oh, that's this guy. And you're totally wrong. Anyway, I don't care. The point is that it basically translates to fortune favors, the bold fortune favors, the brave fortune helps the brave fortune favors the strong. Those are kind of like the the meanings. And uh, so it's really apropos for this show as well, because it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with physical strength, but it has to do with the strength of the whole man. And also bold has a really great connotation in the English language for being something that stands out and that goes for the guy that goes for what he wants. And, and basically it's kind of a, an earlier predecessor to the harder I work, the luckier I get, which I also love. Yeah, both of those are great. And I love the thing about being bold. It's so, and this is what it is about. And I like how you said it doesn't have to be with physical strength because we we can get into this later. But part of my journey was I got in really good shape. And, but 
now it's not a big deal for me anymore. It's no longer me stepping outside my comfort zone and being bold. It's just kind of what I do all the time. So I got to figure out otherwise to step outside the comfort zone and become this bold dude, this bold alpha man that we're talking about here. So Jordan, let's get into your story, man. How did you get into teaching guys? Because it sounds like you kind of went through this transformative experience yourself before you started teaching them. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah. I, I mean, basically I used to be really shy and quiet and, you know, had as many insecurities as everybody else. I mean, I'm sure I still do, but certainly not quiet. That's not a word that's been used to describe me in a really long time. Uh, but essentially I was in law school, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd sort of come out of my shell through high school a little bit in college. I, I kind of actually went back into it in college. And then in law school, I was interning at this law firm and it was really boring and I didn't really care if I got the job. And I also noticed that the partner that hired me was never around and everybody said he made the most money. So I thought, how is it possible that this guy makes more money than everyone else? He's never in the office. What's the deal? Like, this is, did his dad start the firm? Like, how does that even work? So one day he took me out for coffee and he was like, hey, I know I'm supposed to be your mentor. I'm kind of a shitty mentor. You know, I'm never around, whatever. And he's like, just let's go to coffee or get a steak and, you know, you can ask me anything. So I'm like, fine, I don't really care about this job. So I'm going to be really open, really honest, which paid off huge. I said, how come everyone says you make more money than everybody else, but you're never in the office? And he was like, well, um, I'm actually doing things that are really different than what the other guys in the office are doing. And I thought, okay, well, everybody's here at on Sunday at one o'clock in the morning, you know, doing deals and trying to get all these, you know, documents filed and all this other crap, how come this guy is never here? Like, what are you doing that's so important? He goes, listen, everybody who's in the office at one o'clock in the morning on a Sunday, all those guys, totally replaceable. They'll always try to outwork each other. As soon as somebody burns out, we just get another one. And I thought, wow, that's cold. And he was trying to sort of maintain some semblance of respect for the other partners. But really, I mean, let's be honest, he was doing... He was never in the office. These other guys were living in the office. And he goes, listen, I'm out. I'm on, I just got back from a charity cruise because he had a great tan. He had like an amazing tan. And he was like in great shape. And he's like, I do jujitsu every day. I, go, I went on a charity cruise. I go to events. I go to mixers. And I'm like, how does that, why? And he goes, I'm bringing in business, man. He goes, that's something these guys can't do. They don't have the people skills. They don't have the skill set for it. They don't know how to create those connections. And he goes, that's the best part is those guys, if they get fed up with what they're doing, they can quit or get fired. Um, and if I decide to quit or leave, I can take all of our clients with us. So they have to keep me happy by paying me more money to work less. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the key to the universe right here. So I decided to learn how to network and master that skill set because it was clearly far more important than just being a workhorse. And so I, not that I was looking for a shortcut not to do any work, sure. but honestly, if that's, if that's a rarer skill set, it is by definition, I mean, econ 101, it's more valuable. It's like being an, a pro athlete. The reason they make much, a ton of money isn't because they're on TV. It's not, it's not necessarily because of their endorsements. It's because nobody can really do what they do as well as they do it. So I thought, all right, this is a great skill set that I need to learn if I'm going to be good in the legal world. So I went and tried to master networking. I went out and got over my fear of people by trying to go out every every night. It was tough. I made a lot of cool connections. It started to get interesting. And then I ran into my business partner and co-founder of The Art of Charm, AJ, 
and he was awesome with with girls like superpowers and I didn't really understand what was going on and he didn't really know how to network or develop those kinds of relationships so we started to go out every night for a year and we would be networking with property owners bar patrons restaurant patrons managers staff everybody we met we had a crazy huge network we were always able to go to barbecues parties uh, if private events, you know, we felt like royalty. Everybody asked us if we owned, if our parents owned real estate in the city <laughs> where we are, like Ann Arbor. Nice. They're like, you never pay for anything. You never buy anything. You never wait in line. And you're always with different people. I mean, are you guys like independently wealthy? Like what's, what's the story? And we're like, no, we're just practicing this particular skill set. So we started to get like a little tribe of guys that would just meet us out and follow us around and sort of watch what we were doing. And we would teach them stuff. And we were learning stuff our, ourselves and they were like, write a book, write a book, write a book. And I thought, no way, I'm a law student. AJ's a cancer biologist. We're certainly not going to be writing any books anytime soon that are not on the topics of what we're spending 10 hours a day studying. So we started a podcast. AJ's idea was, hey, this new thing, this is 2006, this podcast thing is brand new. You know, we should just talk about it. We'll do a couple episodes and then we can tell people to go download it and then we don't have to write anything and we can sort of share it with people. It'll be really cool. So I was like, oh, that's really neat. Why don't, yeah, why don't we do that? So we started the show. It got ridiculously popular really fast and we just kept doing it. And that was that, like I said, it's, you know, seven and a half years later, we're on, I just released episode 249 and that doesn't include all the bonus episodes that I've thrown in there over the years, which there's probably almost, you know, a hundred of those, God knows. And we're going strong. I've got a huge list of people to interview. And it just, it became much more about our, or much less about our own dating lives and our sort of process of growing with the networking and the dating stuff than it was really about becoming a whole man. And that's really when we rebranded to the Art of Charm. And of course, a long time after that, we started getting clients coming to us saying, or guys saying, hey, you know, teach me this. I live in Ontario. All right, fly to Michigan. So they did. And then I moved to New York to become a lawyer and I had to hire coaches to work with the guys that were flying in because I had a full-time job. And that's what eventually became the Art of Charm because the coaches I hired were like, listen, we need a curriculum. We've got guys flying in from all over the world to learn from us and they're sleeping on our couch. You know, we need to, we, we can't wing this crap anymore. Like we got to know what's up. So we created a whole curriculum. We created a whole week long program and that's what's been evolving. That's our flagship product that's been evolving for the last six and a half years. Wow, that's awesome, Jordan. And I love how you said you started out as being a super shy guy. Anyone listening to you would never know that. And uh, because you're so well-spoken, you're a great presenter. I've watched a bunch of your videos. I've, I listened to the Art of Charm podcast as well, guys. You should definitely check it out. You learned how to do this. And I resonate with that because I was a super shy guy as well. I was the guy, I was so nervous calling to order pizza when I was in high school, my voice would start shaking. No, and it wasn't a hot chick on the other line. It was just like it just was a social fat, anxiety. Fat dude. Yeah, yeah, probably. So like, hey, you want some pizza? And I was like, uh, uh, you know, guys, you can get over this and you can learn how to be better. And Jordan, one of the things that you say that I really like is it's a learned skill set. And in fact, even guys who seem like they were born with it, they had to learn it from either their parents or their close friends when they're growing up. So this is all learned stuff, isn't it? Right, yeah, that's the thing is a lot of people, one of the chief criticisms that we got from the uninitiated back in the day, 
and and occasionally we get it now from people who I, I think now people are just like not that dumb, but I think a lot of people go, no, you're born with it. And it's like, you're, you're no more born with, with confidence and charisma and people skills than you are born being good at math. And sure, some people are probably better at learning math genetically, just as some people might be better at learning people and social skills genetically. But for the guy going, well, no, bro, I'm an introvert, so that's not going to work. Bullshit, if I'm allowed to say that on your show. Um, because I am also technically an introvert. I relax by being alone, chilling out. Even people who are really close with me, sometimes I just got to wire in, take a minute, do my own thing. And, and so I'm naturally and technically an introvert. And by most people's definitions, I'm one of the most extroverted people that they know. So it's a learned skill set. And it doesn't mean I'm always like that. I'm not always on. Sometimes I go home and I watch Game of Thrones and I go to bed. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> you know, a lot of people don't realize that this is something that you can learn and do with practice. It's, it's, it's really the person who says I'm an introvert or I'm, you know, I can't learn this or this isn't a learnable skill. That's the same person or at least the same type of person that goes, well, that's fine, Ted, that you talk about nutrition and fitness, but I have bad metabolism, so I can't lose weight and I can't get in shape. And it's like, fine, if you really believe that, then that's great, but I don't have time for your baloney excuses, so just like GTFO. You know what I mean? Get the hell out of my face. Yeah, absolutely. And it really comes down to being willing to do the things that get you better. So guys, now you know, either you're accepting what you're, where you are in life and you're either going to take action on it, which what this is what this podcast is all about, or you're not, uh, which you should probably go to the beta man pod project, which is probably I doesn't see, exist. I see what you did there. Yeah. I <laughs> you see what, what you I did, did there. That probably doesn't exist in the why, the reason why, because the guy, uh, but you know, really wanted to, but he uh, got a little, a little too scared. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, the, the guy who created the show thought, no one's going to like this anyway, <laughs> deleted it and never tried again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> and with the cussing thing at first, I, I, I thought that it would probably turn some people off, but man, you know, I drop, I drop some F-bombs here and there. And I, you know, so I think instead of stifling who I am and part of what you talk about, and we'll get to that eventually is being more authentic. And, uh, I don't want to be like a person who is walking on eggshells, you know, either you like me guys or, and, and you keep listening or you don't. But if I say fucker shit and that you think I'm a bad guy, then, you know, this isn't the place for you. So uh, yeah. I hope that answers your question. Yeah, it, it does. And honestly, I don't throw profanity around just to be like cool and funny. I use it to punctuate things, but I do try to respect other people's. I'm basically in your house right now, so I'm taking my shoes off if that's your rule. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Especially because some people have shows where their kids listen, and, and if there's a, an F-bomb in there, it's like, oh my goodness, you know, this guy's a bad role model. But we're not talking to children. We're not talking to guys who are going to get offended by every little thing. We're talking to guys who are serious about revolutionizing their life. And, and I, I don't say that as hyperbole, I mean, there's a lot of guys right now that are like, this is something that I always wished I was good at, but never knew that I could learn. And, and so it's very empowering to find out not only that it's learnable, but that we're teaching most of what you need to know for freaking free on our show, which is a big deal. Absolutely. And uh, like I said, guys, I'm a listener of the podcast, so you should check it out. So let's talk about the live training because I, I think a lot of guys can listen to my podcast or they can listen to your show. They can learn something. They can. There's a ton of information out there. 
But the thing is, I'm comfortable right now. Or when I listen to your show, Jordan, I'm sitting at home. I'm working out because uh, I work out at home. I'm comfortable. I'm not really pushing the, the boundaries. I'm not pushing the edge and making myself feel uncomfortable. And what I want to push to the guys who are listening is it's really about getting outside that comfort zone, forcing yourself outside to a place that's maybe not super uncomfortable, like dropping you off in the middle of the Sudan and saying with, with a, a, a knife and a canteen of water and saying, make it back home. But, you know, like so you got to push outside that comfort zone and get uncomfortable. And so let's talk about the Art of Charm School and how it's different from pickup, because I've heard you say you really don't like the pickup community. And you know what, Jordan? I really don't like most of the what those guys say either. Like you said, they're trying to polish a turd and uh, or put whipped cream on a turd. And it's like, yeah, you have to change who you are or you have to at least become more authentic and put yourself out there. So let's talk about what you do at the Art of Charm School and how it's different. Sure. Yeah. So essentially a lot of the pickup artist stuff, I mean, that stuff is played out. It had its place a while ago. It was kind of weird, even in my opinion, when it sort of started. I understand why it existed, but now it's it's like that thing is dead. That old movement, pretty dead. It's dead for a reason. You know, even the, the guys who made it super famous are either married or just like totally over it. And, and for good reason. It's not really a complete, it's not a revolution. It's not something that changed everything for a lot of people. It gave people the idea that some of the stuff is teachable, but then it went wildly in the wrong direction and spun off course into saying, here's what you, here's what you're doing. You know, you're putting whipped cream on a turd like, like we talked about before, where you're, you're telling yourself, I'm not good enough. I've got to layer on something onto my personality that makes other people like me more. Fake cool stories, modes of dress that aren't natural things that you don't actually like that you pretend to be into uh, levels of energy that don't really make any sense and I don't mean that in a woo woo way I mean coming up to people and be like hey everybody what's going on like you know pitch man type stuff every time you socialize it's not realistic it's not authentic and it's designed to get a certain outcome which is like getting girls to sleep with you which is honestly not that big of a deal and also pretty sad as a goal in and of itself. And so what we do at the Art of Charm is we really are, instead of an additive project, instead of an additive process where you add a bunch of layers on it, where you're putting the whipped cream on the turd, we're saying, listen, this is a subtractive process. There's a reason that you're shy. There's a reason that you're insecure about X, Y, Z. There's a reason that you're stopping yourself from being in meaningful and fulfilled relationships. Or if you're in a relationship, there's a reason you're stopping yourself from connecting as deeply as you can with your partner, et cetera. And those reasons, those belief systems influence your actions, which influence your results. So if you have bad belief systems, you can change all the actions you want. You can wear all the cool hats and light up necklaces that you want, but it's not going to really change your results permanently because you're just layering out, you're curing the symptoms. It's like, oh my God, I'm bleeding from my mouth. Well, dude, put something in your mouth. You know, no, I'm, ble you know, you're bleeding from my ears. Cool. Here's an earplug. Not pro probably not a good solution to that problem. Right. Right. And, and yet people are doing that with their social lives. They're like, oh, I don't have that many friends and you know, I don't really have any close friends. Oh, cool. I'm going to start making up stories about how I'm dating strippers. What? Why? No, <laughs> fix the problem. Don't just, you know, spray paint it. It's a, you know, clear off the rust. Both don't are just... work. So one actually changes you. The other is just 
you know, covering things up like you talked about, but both are work. So do the work that actually makes you a different person. That's a great argument. You know, it's it's so true. And of course, the work that makes you a great person is a little bit harder because it forces you to look in the mirror instead of at other people. And that's really one of the core differences that the art of charm is a lot of the pickup artist stuff is like, here, it's about the girl and here's what you say to the girl and here's how the you, what you do when she does this and here's what you do when she does that. And the art of charm is like, cool, you want to get girls? Awesome. Be the kind of man that she wants. Be the kind of man that deserves to date a great girl. Don't try to convince a great girl that you are that. And then, surprise, I'm a failure and a fraud. Like, that's not cool. It's not going to work long-term anyway. It's going to result in hurt for her, hurt for you long-term, because you're telling yourself, again, I'm not good enough, and you're going to get proof of that every time you get dumped when somebody sees, quote-unquote, the real you. So why not work on yourself and become that better man? You teach a lot about the fitness and nutrition aspect. That's one aspect of it. How about, you know, there's the confidence aspect. There's the social aspect. There's the there's all kinds of physical confidence. There's emotional competency, dealing with your emotions in a mature way, getting your health, wealth, relationships, all that stuff together is a ton of work. And it's certainly a lot more work than buying a light-up necklace, going out and spewing out a couple pickup lines that you learned on the web. And so that's why people do that more than they do this because this is tough and it's not for the faint of heart because if you're out there and you go, oh, I don't really need this dude, you're probably exactly the kind of guy that needs this really, really (laughs) bad and you're refusing to look at the evidence. Yeah, and that's a great point. And one of the things that really impressed me about your life training is that you talk about the types of people that go there and you were saying that you had entrepreneurs and special forces guys. And for you listeners out there, that's the type of people who actively seek how to improve. They look, find the best people, they learn from them, and it changes who they are. They learn the skills or learn the knowledge, and it changes who they are. And that's what I've done in fitness. And I think, Jordan, that there's a lot of guys out there who they're like, oh, well, you know, uh, I don't need that. That's that, Doing stuff like that, that's for losers. But the truth is we all learn from other people. And if you learn from experts, you learn from people who get great results, you're going to get great results. And it's really as simple as that. It is. Yeah, it's so true. You know, we have the same problem in our industry. It's a very similar that I'm sure you have as a trainer where some guys are like, oh yeah, I really need a personal trainer and they hire you and, and you're like, great, this is going to be a good relationship. And then you get other guys who are like, I don't need a trainer, bro. I know how to lift. I just want to lift heavy shit. Know what I mean? And you're like, uh, yeah, dude, you are a disaster on wheels. You know, you need a trainer more than anybody else. You're doing bench every day. You know, <laughs> like what? You do 18 sets. I mean, what do you, what is this spring break 1994? So like, People don't understand it, and and I'll talk to a room full of guys about the art of charm, or it'll come up at a dinner conversation, and someone who's a really successful entrepreneur will come up and be like, hey, man, I want to talk more about this. Next to him is a green beret, you know, and um, this is very, uh, this mirrors the content of our classroom here. You'll get a, a guy who's like a nightclub owner. I mean, talk about guys who don't need to pay for access to women. Right, mm-hmm. and he'll be he'll be in the program. You'll get a green beret in the program, a wealthy entrepreneur in the program, uh, an, an actor or a comedian in the program, and then the guys who are like, "That's that's so lame. What kind of losers go to that?" Those guys are flipping burgers, <laughs> right? And it's 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 really not a coincidence 
that the people who think that what we do is stupid or lame or ridiculous or for losers are actually the guys that need it the most. It's because their, their insecurities are so big they can't see around them. Their blind spots are so enormous that they're in they're so deep in their own crap, it's like a fish trying to figure out water. They don't even see it. Right. Whereas, whereas people who are trained and who are highly intelligent, they go, all right, I'm really good at this and I've got this great business, but I'm not so good at this. Huh? Where can I fill in that tool set? Where can I get that skill set to make that work? And that's why we get so many special forces guys in here. Cause they're like, I just came back from a week long course about, you know, sniper stuff on mountains, but I'd love to get another tool for my Batman belt of, you know, proverbial Batman belt. Let's go to the art of charm. Those guys come through, but the guys who play video games every weekend, they're like, what do I need that for? I'm cool. Everybody thinks I'm cool. And it's like, okay, well, how's that working out for you? Because take a look at the scoreboard. I mean, do you really believe your own crap? And honestly, the moment we stop believing our own excuses and our own bullshit, that's the day we start growing. Yeah. And it is all about growing. And that's why I started this whole thing, because I went through that process myself, Jordan, where I got in great shape, like I mentioned earlier, and then it stopped becoming a challenge. But the type of life I was living was not really what I wanted. And then I started learning like, hey, having improving my relationships, not just with women, but with other people and learning how to network and learning how to make friends with guys and learning how to put my ego under control and stepping outside and, you know, uh, just doing all these different things. It really changed who I was. And I wanted to give back and introduce guys to things that can make them grow. Uh, for me, the foundation is always the physical health you know, our hormones, our physiology. You can be positive thinking all you want. At least this is my perspective. You can have all the positive thinking and all the other stuff that you want, but uh, uh, all the, the writing down your goals and saying your affirmations in the mirror, but it really starts with your physiology and taking care of yourself and, uh, you know, getting the right nutrients and stimulating your muscles and mind with exercise and making sure that your that you age well. And another thing, just to drive the point home that you made is, and how you have like all these different guys who come to you to learn and they don't really have problems. Like the nightclub owner doesn't really have a problem meeting women, uh, but there's something still missing. And I see that with my personal training clients sometimes. These guys are million, I, I only work with people who have millions of dollars. They're all millionaires. They're all killing it in business. But then you sometimes you see, or actually it's probably a lot more than sometimes, but their relationships with women, if they're a single guy, the way they're going after women, it's just, they, they don't, they hit, they they meet women, but it just, it's not the type, they're not in control of the relationship. The women's usually after them for their money or they're married and, you know, they have this situation where they've given their balls away and <laughs> they probably thought all I had to do was make the money and then be successful in a financial sense and everything's going to be great. I'm going to get the hot girl, but it's not true, guys. I see it all all the time. I see it even with people who I don't train. You see it all the time, and I'm sure you do too uh, oh, yeah. in, in LA. So let's talk a little bit about what guys can do to start becoming this new guy. This uh, is is it more about changing who we are, or is it more about letting out our inner personality? 
You've reached the end of another episode of the Alpha Man Project. Connect with us at alphamanproject.com. Your feedback is really important to us. It helps us learn, develop, and most importantly, improve our podcast for you. Give us a review on iTunes and receive a free grocery shopping list and four-week muscle-building workout. See you next episode.